And we are live here in the gymnasium tailgate, the one-stop shop for all of your college football degenerate needs. I am your host, XFL Jim, the host with the most, as I like to fucking say. We're talking college football. We're talking some Mountain West. And who better to do it with than with my co-host, the Gulf Coast guru himself, Magic Mike. How you doing, buddy? Yes, sir. It is me. It is me. It is the GCG. How are you doing, XFL, today? This wonderful, what is it, Thursday? Fuck. I don't even know. It's a fucking, it's a thirsty Thursday right here in the garage. It's been a week, bro. <laughs> it's been Man, a week. Are you fucking ready to talk some Mountain West football? I am always ready to talk some Mountain West football, man. I love this conference. Um, I'm going to cherish these next couple ones we get done with the rest of the group of five, which might not even exist in a few years. Who knows? But uh, yeah, let's do them for uh, for the boys. Let's honor their tradition. Since, it's a uh, the real. Rest, the rest of the NCAA doesn't want to. <laughs> Before we get into breaking down the Mountain West, because this is a Mountain West show. We're, we're pro Mountain West. We're pro G5 here. Um, we do have to touch on we are a college football show. It happened. It's been like a week, basically, since the news broke. Oklahoma and Texas go in the SEC. Uh, I feel like the people I've been on several podcasts since that news broke. I feel like people know my opinion. I love I love talking realignment because it's chaotic and that's sort of fun. But fucking fuck OU and fuck Texas. I feel like this is wrecking the Big 12 and potentially changing college football as we know it. And I don't know if it's for the better. Dude, so <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. There was like uh, it was like two years ago, the last 2019, the last real season of college football we had without COVID and all that bullshit. I, I threw a temper tantrum, one of my mega temper tantrums about the group of five getting no respect. And I was talking to a friend of mine and we sat down. And I was like, fine, fuck it. Let's just write down all the teams that actually have a chance to be in the playoff and we'll see what we got and we'll divide it up. So we got rid of like basically a bunch of almost all of the group of five and kept like a few of them realigned the conferences and all this shit. And it just looks to me that that's probably what's going to happen. Cause we got that news about the 12 team playoff and we're all fucking stoked. And we're like, okay, this is like a Boise's chance. This is a UCF's chance. And I feel like what they're doing is going to make these mega conferences. And now you don't have a fucking chance if you're not in them. So here we go again. It definitely feels that way. Like the sec is just going to now become like the conference. And there, I'd like, there's been rumors that they're going to try and like, they were trying to get Clemson. They were, Potentially trying to go after like Ohio State, what Florida State, like what the fuck? Yeah, I heard Ohio State and Michigan as well, which I mean, just whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever, do it, fine. We're just at your will. We'll bend over, I guess. Like, <laughs> I feel like it'd be a different sport at that point. It, I would probably, I would definitely still watch it. It'd be like a, it'd be if you if you don't follow like soccer, they had that whole Super League stuff going on. A uh, uh, how like. A month or two ago i feel like this is the college football equivalent of that and i don't know if we're gonna fight harder hard like the soccer fans did for like our regionality that college football has well regionality just feels dead at this point i mean it's already you already get it all screwed up with west virginia and the big 12 and shit like that you already get it messed up it's just gonna get worse but uh man i just i hate it and i think it could be as soon as as far as i understand Oklahoma and Texas have 18 months where they really have to hold true without getting completely plowed by fines. So what I think we're going to see is the next 12 months, you know, this year, this season, they're in the big 12. And then next year, I think we're going to see some independence out of those two. 
and they'll I think do we'll, a little bit. I think we'll see some fight out of them for sure. Like you're going to be seeing like their, the grant of rights doesn't end until 2025, but you'll see some lawyers and some people pony up some money to get them in the sec ASAP. Absolutely. And, and don't be shocked if those teams are independent next year, that's just the route I see it going. It's a mess. My last talk on the power five and these major conferences and major teams all in on Iowa state winning the big 12 now. Oh dude. That would be the it's best. So money. It's so money. I'm so glad for you that you have that ticket because there's no favors being done by the Big 12 for Texas or Oklahoma this year at all. They are not going to give them any benefit of the doubt at all in any close games. Anyway, that's enough about the broader college football landscape. Let's narrow our vision to the Mountain West. Potentially, I feel like the last couple of years, the Mountain West may have been like giving the AAC a run for its money for best G5 conference. I think they absolutely could be. Um, there were some teams, you know, UCF was down a little bit last year. They weren't looking good at all. Mountain West, they, they have some teams coming this year that are just scintillating. They are ready to get you all excited. There are some good teams in this conference. There are some good players and some great coaches. So it's an exciting conference. I love it. And some fucking great win totals. Let's get into it. Up at number one, we have UNLV. At one and a half, I feel about the way I feel about UNLV is I'm always wanting like them to get a scumbag coach. <laughs> they absolutely should. Um, anyone they could grab. I mean, Hugh Freeze would have been perfect. Oh, Hugh Freeze would be <laughs> so good for Vegas. So and, uh, everything he does is legal there. It would have been perfect. <laughs> it's amazing. But um, yeah, they should and they should do something because we are just missing that entire market. Yeah, we have Nevada and Reno, but Las Vegas. We, we need it. We need that in college football. Just a degenerate-ass team. I mean, we would all get behind that. I feel like everyone would. So they start the season off with Eastern Washington coming to town. Don't sleep on Eastern Washington. No, especially with this team. I mean, they went 0-6 in their first year under Marcus Arroyo. Um, yeah, they brought in uh, Justin Rogers from TCU. He was a high prospect there. And they got a good running back coming back. They got uh, – a freshman of the year for the Mountain West wide receiver Kyle Williams. So they have scattered pieces, but Arroyo doesn't seem to really have this team looking all that great. I mean, last year was a COVID year, so who knows? But yeah, um, yeah Eastern Washington, don't sleep on that one. But yeah, we'll go with the win. I'm going to give them a win there. Then they have to travel at Arizona State. Never, yeah, that's that's a pretty easy L for me. Yeah, that's an L. And am I am I reading this right? Do they get Iowa State at home? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Iowa State at home in the Death Star. That's kind of strange. That's, I mean, <laughs> with the fact that they have, like, that sick-ass stadium, maybe that does incentivize some teams to, like – and they're in Vegas. Maybe that does incentivize some bigger teams to be like, hey, our fans will travel because it's, uh, like, a vacation destination, and we'll get an easy win. Right. I'm pretty sure that's probably the thought process behind it for these teams. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that trend continue, um, and that's – what I would assume Iowa State did it for. I 100%, but they're, they're not winning that game. Iowa State's going to come in and destroy them. And you are one step closer to cashing your ticket. There you <laughs> fucking go. And then going into the bye week, they get a back-to-back -back road slate of Fresno State and UTSA. Yeah, they're going to take it up up the backside on that one. Two losses. That's, that's real rough right there. Yeah, That's a real rough start to the season, I got to say. Um, then after the bye week, they get Utah State at home. Yeah, so circle this one, UNLV fans. This is probably your last chance. 
I'm still gonna go with Blake Anderson and the boys, though. I am not the same way, but this is like a must win. If you if you're on if you're if you're anyone feeling the over, this is the must win. They're not gonna win it. I don't think they're gonna win it, but this is the must win. Yep, yep, fully agree. Then they get San Jose State at home. That's an easy L for me. That's an L. Nice little back-to-back with at Nevada and at New Mexico. You really would have loved New Mexico first in that one. Yeah, being on the second leg and New Mexico coming up a little bit, that's that's another L. Would have been winnable in the first one maybe. Also, you 100% would rather have New Mexico State. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, New Mexico State, they, they made their way into quite a few uh, – schedules here in the mountain west you'll see their name pop up you will see their name pop up a lot especially with this next team they get hawaii at home always nice to play hawaii at home yeah yeah that's the other one that maybe you could get but todd graham has that thing going in a good direction i like hawaii for the win i like hawaii there as well then they finish off with san diego state at home and at air force this is two more losses (laughs) not looking good i'm pretty comfortably on the under here under one and a half as comfortable as you could be on a one one and a half I'm, I'm there with you brother yeah they're kind of like at the same level of like the new mexico states the yukons the u masses and whatnot I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that yeah i'm i'm right there with you man i don't know if you're following all the news on my phone it just trades left and right baseball and basketball i'm seeing it baseball and basketball just going... <laughs> non-stop non-stop they're going Sorry. Friggin insane. it's 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 crazy right now it, up it next is. We got Utah State, whose over-under is three and a half. What a jump. They start the season off at Washington State. Never a good way to start it. No, that's going to be a loss. That's going to be a loss there. Although, I have seen – I have heard some rumors that, like, right now, uh, Rolo, Rolovich, isn't, like, with the team at all. Really? I think he he got COVID. Oh. And he's, like – Either that or he's just not getting vaccinated and he's just like Washington <laughs> might have strict rules or something about it. And he's like like last year he had to stay for like three or four weeks. I could totally see Rolovich being the one to bear back it through the entire COVID uh COVID situation here. He's so a I weird deal. I'm sure he's got I'm sure he has like plenty of other diseases, so <laughs> absolutely, but I'm sure his uh coordinators probably are at least with the team. So that will help. If nothing yeah, else, Utah State isn't getting this one done, and I, th- th- I don't think they're getting this one done either. They're getting North Dakota State coming to them, not not Dakota. Sorry, North Dakota, not North Dakota State. Yeah, Still. North North Dakota State. I'm giving them an L, but since it's just the Dakota, I'll go with the win there for uh, Blake Anderson and the boys. I don't know whether or not to take 2020 into too much account. Well, 2021 for the FCS season, but North Dakota had a pretty good spring season this year and i uh i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna give utah state the loss here i think north dakota comes in and gets the win then they get to play at air force Fair enough man i trust uh yeah i i can see you trusting them a little bit it's it's interesting i can see it but i think i think north dakota comes in and gets the win up next, they get to play at Air Force. Sucks coming off of a off of an FCS loss. You got to play at Air Force. I think that's a pretty comfortable L in my mind. Yeah, they yeah, definitely I'm have. Definitely going to go with the L on that one for sure. 
they have a rough couple of games going into the bye week. After the Air Force loss, they get Boise State at home and BYU at home. I think uh, those are that's both. That's two more L's pretty easy for me. Yeah, pretty easy two losses right there. They get the bye week. Coming out of the bye week, I think that's even more of a case for Utah State over UNLV is they cut they get UNLV after the bye. I guess they both get each other after a bye week. Absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah. That's a I, I think it will mean a little bit more for Blake Anderson. I think so, too. Uh, after playing at UNLV, they get Colorado State at home and Hawaii at home. Hmm. I have a, I have a, I have two wins. I think they go one and one here. I'll have them. I'll have them losing to Colorado State and beating Hawaii. But I think I don't think they get both those ones. Then they get at New Mexico State and at San Jose State. See, that's what you got to do. You got to schedule your easy game first in these back to backs. That's a win and a loss for me. I have a win and a loss as well. A loss going to San Jose State. Yep. Finishing off the season, they get Wyoming at home, and then they finish off at New Mexico. I got two more L's there pretty easily. Yeah, I got two L's there as well. Let me see. I've got them with exactly three wins. I think you have them scratching at four. I have them at five, actually. Oh, you have them at five. Them, oh, yeah, yeah. You gave them two wins in Colorado State, Hawaii. Yeah, Colorado State, the thing about that one uh, with the technical difficulties, I didn't mention it. Uh, second leg of the back-to-back for Colorado State, so I don't trust Adazio in that situation right there. I'm going to go ahead and go with the coaching edge to Blake Anderson. I just always have to go with the consistency of Adazio. And I don't know if they beat – I don't know. Like, I can definitely see them beating Colorado State and losing to Hawaii. I just think they go one-to-one in that stretch. I could definitely see that. I'm, I'm not too comfortably on that over. I'm I'm kind of like leaning the under here. This is this is a very close one to me. Up next, we have New Mexico with an over/under win total of four and a half. Yeah, Danny Gonzalez back for his second year as head coach. He led or was tied at the halftime of every single game last year, and they went uh, two and five though. So it's actually it's an insane. Wins. It's an insane stat. That's like a Jeopardy question. That is crazy. It is absolutely nuts. And you got Rocky Long as your defensive coordinator, and they didn't get to play any home games because of New Mexico COVID restrictions. It's mm-hmm. insane what happened there last year. I think this team is on a very, very good path. And they brought in Terry Wilson from Kentucky, who was a grad transfer. So love that. Could be a very interesting sleeper team. I definitely think they're starting off with a couple wins. They get Houston Baptist at home and New Mexico State. Yeah, two wins for me. Then they get to play at Texas A&M and at UTEP back-to-back. I actually have them drop in both of those games. I think I – tough. Yeah, I'll give them dropping both those as well. I can see them potentially beating UTEP, but it sucks that it's on the second leg of that one. Yeah, that's, that's where it got the loss there. That's why I gave it. They get Air Force at home and then San Diego State on the road. That's rough. Yeah, I got two more losses. Uh Losing Air Force in that triple option, then you got to play San Diego State on the road after it. That's rough. You might think they maybe they'll have an advantage with Rocky Long. <laughs> they they really could, especially in that Air Force game. Rocky Long could have them prepped up, and it is at home. But I really like this Air Force team this year. I also really like this Air Force team. Uh, then they get Colorado State at home and play at Wyoming before the bye week. I got them with a win and a loss, losing to Wyoming. 
I'm right there with you. Then they come with the bye, then they get UNLV at home for a win and at Fresno State, at Boise State, back-to-back. I have a win and then losses on both road games. That's really, yeah, those are tough double road games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are two of the worst ones you could have. Addition off the season with Utah State at home. And I got them with the win there. I think they, yeah, I think they can win that one. Yeah, so I got them at five. I'm, I'm feeling kind of good about it. I think ceiling for this team's probably going bowling, but I like, I like the trend. I do like the trend. I definitely like them at five because they could, like, they could, they could get one of these, like they could get the UTEP game. They could catch like a Fresno State or a Wyoming slipping. Mm-hmm. Or even like you said, with Air Force with Rocky Long, it, it could happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I could I definitely like the over here. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Same here. Up next, we have Colorado State, the fighting Steve Adazios, <laughs> the over under of five. I just want to blindly say over because I feel like I've been betting over like anytime Steve Adazio is like over six, I bet the under. If he's under six, I bet the over because he'll always win like six fucking games. He is. He is Mr. Average. But I just don't know in the Mountain West how well this 1940s offense is going to hold up. I just I just don't know. And his special teams are garbage. His special teams are <laughs> absolutely garbage. He can't cover a spread to fucking save his life. But – I think what he does is he does that fundamental old school, like he coaches up the offensive line, he gets good running backs, and then he just pounds the fucking ball. I feel like that can work in a G5 conference. I don't know if it'll work. Yeah, I mean, I mean, ball control is always going to be important when you got kids that are turnover prone. So if you find teams like that, you might get the wins against them. He's going to have a beefier O-line, you know. that's It could work, but uh, I'm, I'm not work. super high on this team. We'll have to see. So they start the season off with South Dakota State at home. People are scheduling these fucking tough FCS teams, and I don't understand it. Brother, you got you got South Dakota State at home, and then you got Vanderbilt at home. And I will tell you right now that I am way more confident in saying that they are going to beat Vanderbilt at home than I am with that San Diego State game. I'm on the same thing. <laughs> I'm on the same train. They're like, you're not going to beat the fucking South Dakota State. What? They're the Jackrabbits, right? Oh, absolutely! The Jackrabbits. You're, you're not beating the Jackrabbits. It's you. It's not that's that's an L. That's a loss. <laughs> I got them with the loss as well, and I got them beating Vanderbilt. I also have them beating Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's in a real rough spot. Yeah, and sending the SEC up there—that's not good. I think Arkansas went to Colorado State and lost there a couple of years ago. They did, and I think they also did that whole. Uh, they played another fucking team. Did they lose to San Jose State a couple of years ago too? Uh, San Jose State beat Arkansas at home. <laughs> yeah, they did. I, Jesus fucking Christ, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, usually when the SEC travels out west, like if they get anywhere near the Rocky Mountains, they usually don't perform, especially early on in the season. Yep, yep. They don't. Uh, they don't typically go out that far. <laughs> After this little opening slate, they get a nice double road game at Toledo and at Iowa. That's pretty fucking rough, boys. Two L's. That's definitely two wells. Then they get the bye week to reprieve. Then they get San Jose State at home. Yeah, I'm going to give them another L on that one. And then, holy shit, at New Mexico, at Utah State, and at Wyoming. Hooey, that's three more losses for me. Or wait, no, do they get – is it at Wyoming? Or I, I, I got Boise. I put that one in wrong. Yeah, they got – after the back-to-back away, they have Boise State. There we go. I miss putting Boise State in. And it's at home. Yep, that's still a lot of losses, though. 
Yeah, it's three losses in a row for me. Yeah. I think I had them beating uh, Utah State in New Mexico. I, I'll give them the losses. <laughs> it's so hard. And, and, and these are just two games with these special teams we were talking about. They had three kicks blocked and returned for two touchdowns against Boise State last year. They had a kick return and a punt return returned for touchdowns against Boise or uh, San Diego State last year. Yeah, like if you're telling that. me that you're a team that's going to be playing close games because of your style of football, you can't play special teams like that. It's going to add up to losses. You're going to lose games because of that. So I did try something new this year, this uh, this week. I actually have been keeping track of which what teams I've picked in each one. So I actually do have them beating Utah State in this stretch. That'll be right. for me. And then uh, definitely they're probably going to lose to New Mexico and Boise State. Then they get. Uh, then they play at Wyoming. Yeah. I, or no, I got Wyoming. Do they ever play at Wyoming? Do I just have the wrong fucking schedule here? Yeah, I'm not sure. I got I got Wyoming as a home game there. Let me check. Yeah, I got. Let me, let me look real quick. I got this. Okay, I just did that wrong. Yeah, it's a. Either way, that's a loss though for me. I actually have them winning. That game is sandwiched in between two road spots for Wyoming. They go to um, San Jose State the week before, and then they have Boise the week after. So I actually have that as a win for Colorado State at home. I could definitely see it, but I just think I have way more confidence in Craig Bull as a coach to like kind of navigate, especially since it's not it's not a back to back. It's kind of just a sandwich. I could see right. it, but I think I, I'm I'm very high on Wyoming this year. Either think, way, that is going to be a Wyoming. very very slow and physical game. Either way, <laughs> a one thousand percent. Then after that Wyoming game, they get Air Force. Yeah, I also have them beating Air Force because uh, that. That Air Force, they're coming off of Army the week before, so emotions are going to be real high there. I, I like uh, Colorado State catching them at home. Also, I have I, I the same way I have Colorado State winning this Air Force game. I also have no basis for this uh, theory that I have, but I feel like teams that are physical and run the ball, like a Wisconsin or something, they're like geared up to beat the triple option for some reason because they both like to drain clock. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely that, and it's that they build their lines very big and very physical. So, I mean, you got to think their defenses are used to scrimmages and practices all year where they're going up and banging against the team that's just running the ball and practice all game. So they should be used to it. Now, you're going to have to correct me if I'm wrong on these last two, but I have them at Hawaii and then Nevada at home to finish off the season. No, you are correct, sir, and I have two losses. That is two losses for me as well. If they got Hawaii at home, then maybe I would give it a win, but nah, I just don't see it. I got him with three. I got him with four. I'm pretty yeah. comfortable on this under here. Yeah, same here, man. I, I do not trust this team this year. That's a pretty tough schedule. I'm tempted just because it's Steve Adazio, but this is a new – it might be a new Steve Adazio, so who knows. Maybe his, uh, maybe his new constant is like four wins. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's still building it here. you got to think last year with COVID, kind of year one – or uh, – you're one, you're point five, I guess. <laughs> yeah, basically. Next, next, we have Fresno State. I actually been to their stadium before. It's kind of a. I don't like Fresno as a town. I'm just gonna say it. Sorry, Fresno. 
<laughs> I've never been there, but I've always had a soft spot for the Bulldogs. I've always I, liked I love the team. I like the team. The town can uh, – it's a little little weird, a little – it's like a little methy is what is how I would describe <laughs> it. Well, I live in Florida right now, so uh, it's, it's meth every day. There's meth showers. There you fucking go. They start the season off with a nice little easy win. They get UConn at home. Yeah, line is already right around four touchdowns, so it should be an easy win. Man, I'm going to tell you, going into this one, this team looks like they should be phenomenal. This six looks like it should be such an easy cover. They got nine starters back on the 17th total defense last year, or uh, offense, I'm sorry, nine starters back on defense. They got uh, just everything you could ask for on the off offensive side of the ball, especially. But wait till you see, wait till you go through this whole schedule. It is rough. It's a pretty tough schedule, and you're seeing it right away where they play at Oregon right after. Yeah. At Oregon, Cal Poly is a nice little uh, easy sandwich, and then at UCLA. Yeah, so one and two in that stretch. I know they caught UCLA a couple years ago, but it's not happening this time. And this is a new UCLA now. Mm-hmm. They go into the bye week with UNLV and at Hawaii. I have the win over UNLV and then drop in the Hawaii game. Sucks they got it on the road. I could see them potentially winning Hawaii. I think Fresno State usually does pretty well in on the island. But uh, they, they lost have to, to them last year. I know. Uh, at, at home. That's, that's what worries me. That would worry me too. Yeah, definitely, definitely got to favor Hawaii there. Mm -hmm. So then they get the bye week, and then they get to play at Wyoming. Yeah, I actually give them the win. They get the bye week, a little extended time coming back from the island, and then Wyoming's coming off what's going to be a very physical Air Force game. So I got the win for Fresno here. I'll also kind of give the win to Fresno. That's a very tentative win. I think Wyoming is probably the better team, but Fresno, like the position they're in is very advantageous. Absolutely. Then they get Nevada at home after that Wyoming game. Yeah, I'm going with an L there. I'm going with an L there as well. Then they get at San Diego State. San Diego State is also coming off of a very physical Air Force game, and I'm going to give them a win here. I'm not I'm, super high on San Diego State. I'm right there with you. I'm kind of low on San Diego State this year. They finish off Boise State and New Mexico before a final, a pre-final week bye week. Yeah, yeah, the second bye coming all the way down there. Um, I'm going to give them the win over Boise. That is the second leg of a back-to-back -back road trip for Boise State, so I'm going to give them the win. They got the talent to do it. I just – I can't. Uh, I can't. I can't. Boise's too consistent. I'm Maybe not ready for – I'm not ready for Mr. Andy Avalos yet. I, he doesn't have my faith. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. I will give Boise State the benefit of the doubt until then, but I have them beating New Mexico. Uh, I do as well. Uh, I have them losing to Boise State, beating New Mexico. Then they get the bye week, and then they get San Jose State on the road. Yeah, that's a loss for me. That's an L for me as well. So I got them seven and five, but it's very tentative. I got them at six and six, like on the nose. Got to make a call. Gun to head. Gun to head, I would lean under yeah that's fair enough this schedule is really really tough and i'll tell you what this kalen DeBoer, their coach this is his second year i actually didn't know this until i did my homework uh he coached for sioux falls of the naia which is like a super low college division 
I mean, yeah, I he went 67 and three there. What's that? I had a friend who played in the NAIA. Oh, no kidding? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's so odd to see a coach come from there, even though he was so great there. It's just so weird to see him make the jump to a program like Fresno, but I don't know it's if I trust like him navigating that schedule. It's kind of like how Leopold went from D3 to Buffalo. Exactly. Exactly like that. Oh, you do think of Fresno State as more kind of like a premier G5 sort of team. Yeah, I mean, they got, you know, some notable names in the NFL, and yeah, I, I'm just I'm kind of surprised that that's who they went with, but we'll see. That's pretty surprising. I'm leaning under up next – Air Force, and I'm just going to preface this by saying I think Air Force right now it's it's either Air Force or Navy right here for me for the best uh, academy team. I'm very high on Air Force. Yeah, all three of them. I'll tell you right now that all three of them are extremely, extremely hard to grade out this year because of COVID just completely shattering their last seasons. The service academies were allowed no contact whatsoever, which is absolutely just as damaging as it can be to a service academy that runs the triple option. That's all about timing. I mean, that's a mess. And then they had a ton of opt-outs. The service academies were much more strict with the COVID restrictions, no contact drills. So what you got coming back this year is uh, air force is a perfect example. So if you look at it, you got three starters back on offense and seven back on defense, but actually 40 players left the program last year and are back. Um, for this year because of COVID. So 10 of the 11 projected starters on D that were from the team in 2019, which had like a top 10 defense are now being mixed in with the team that had uh sixth total defense last year. It's ridiculous. They have a ridiculous embarrassment of riches. It's pretty insane. I'm very, very high. I think, I just think they generally are, the staple of consistency, and I think that one-year bump of, like, chaos kind of fucked the, with them. I think we'll see them kind of really excel this year, getting back into the, their, like, normal routine. Exactly, and you know Troy Calhoun's going to have them ready. Oh, yeah. They start the season off with Lafayette at home. Getting that will be a win. Nice little tune-up game to start there. Then they get to play at Navy. Yeah, this is the, uh, the weird – well, it's not weird. I mean, I guess it's a great thing. It's uh, it's the it's the nine eleven game. They're playing it on nine eleven. Mm-hmm. It's a complete tribute. So I'm gonna go with Navy getting it at home in that situation. I'm playing my foot. Air Force will be the top academy team. They're beating Navy. I'm playing my foot here and now. That's fair. I think they are the better roster. Utah State and FAU at home to finish off, not finish off, but to like go after Navy. <laughs> um, Utah State, I got a win. FAU, I also have a win. And let me tell you right now, that is the best gambling situation that you could ever dream on. You are taking a Florida team that is coached by Willie Taggart, who always has terribly disciplined teams, and you're sending them up to the elevation all the way to the Air Force in the mountains. It's ridiculous how big of a mismatch that's going to be. Air Force is going to slaughter them. Yeah, that's going to be an easy Air Force win. Then they get at New Mexico. Yes, I got a win there as well. Win there as well. Then they get Wyoming at home after that one. Uh, Wyoming has a bye the week before Air Force, which is the best thing you could ask for before playing with Service Academy. So I got an L. I got a favor Wyoming in that one. Give me the L for Air Force. Then they play at Boise State. I got an L for Air Force there too, but watch out. Air Force plays Boise tough. 
You know what? I'm actually going to give that one to Air Force. I think they, I think the academies, Air Force does generally play Boise super, super tough. And I think they get the win here with a new coach. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Then right before their bye week, they get San Diego State at home. I got them winning that one. I also have them winning that one. After the bye week, they get Army. Yes, Army will also have a bye before this game, but I have uh, Air Force taking them down. This game is neutral site. It's in Arlington. Yep, it's a good one. It'll be a banger of a game, I imagine, but I have Air Force winning that one. Then they get at Colorado State and at Nevada. Two straight L's for me. Oh, two straight L's. I definitely – I can see it. Pretty sure I gave the L. You know what? I'm changing my mind. I'm going to keep – I'm still under on Colorado State, but I'm giving Air Force the win here. <laughs> it's soft spot Losing against Nevada, though. They're losing to Nevada, though, and then they finish off the season with UNLV at home. With the cupcake win. Cupcake win to start the season, cupcake win to end the season. Gotta love that. I have them at so, 10 wins. Ooh-wee. Yeah, I got them at seven, and I'm comfortably on the over. But uh, Yeah, 10, I'd say you're uh, – go, go put a ticket, put a ticket I'm in. Gonna, I'm going to fucking go put a ticket in tonight. This is an <laughs> easy pound this fucking over. Pound it. Air Force all day. Even – like I could definitely see them like dropping to Boise State. And I could see them potentially dropping like to Navy or Colorado State, but if they even drop all three of those, I'm still on the over. Yeah, I mean, I, I got them losing to Boise, Nevada, and Navy, and they're still covering. They're still they're still on the over. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, this team went 11 and two in 2019. Get on board. This is easy. Pound this over. Up next. San Diego State with an over-under of six and a half wins. Yeah, I'm not big on Brady Hoke in this team this year. They only got five starters back on offense, um, nine back on defense. They were third total last year, so that's good for them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm still not – I'm thinking Brady Hoke can eventually be like a good G5 coach. I think that's a good level for him. Yeah, I mean, he's had some good runs in the past at G5 schools. San Diego State was one of them, right? That's where he was before Michigan, I think. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, almost almost positive. Yeah, so, I mean, he, you know, he can do it. It's just he, he used to have, like, really high-powered offenses, and it seems like we're still kind of stuck in the rocky long San Diego State where they're good, but it's all because of their defense. Yeah. It's uh, it's gonna be an interesting year. They start with New Mexico State at home. Love these teams scheduling New Mexico State. Easy, easy win. Yes, absolutely. New Mexico State. If you're so in love with the Mountain West, why don't you come back? Right. <laughs> I, I, for a school like New Mexico State, being independent can't be that profitable, right? No, it, it's it's they just get scheduled by everybody that wants an easy cupcake win. It's terrible. It's a terrible I, situation for them. I guess they get money for all those, but Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> But then after that, they get to play at Arizona. I got them beating Arizona. I am not high on Jed Fish in that team. I'm right. I, I don't know about Fish. Maybe eventually he can prove himself, but I think especially year one, he's going to have it real rough. So give me San Diego State with the win here. Then they get Utah at home and Townsend at home. Yeah, I got a loss and a win. Same here. I don't even – where is Townsend? Maryland, I believe. Oh, that's a ways then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Then. Uh, then they get the bye week 
out of the bye week, they get to play New Mexico. Yep, I'm giving them a win there. After the Give bye them a win week. there. Then they get at San Jose State and at Air Force back to back. Two L's, two two tough teams. That is rough. That's two L's for me as well. Then Fresno State at home after that. Yeah, another L for me. Another L. Then they get to go to Hawaii to play on the island. That's always rough. Yeah, I am going to give them a win, though, because of how defensive they are. I think they'll be all right against uh, the high-powered Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. I can definitely see it, but I'm a Hawaii man at heart. Give me the Rainbow Warriors here. Hawaii's going to win this one. Nevada at home after coming back from the island. Yeah, rough spot for uh, San Diego State. I'm going Nevada. I'm also going to go Nevada there. And then at UNLV and Boise State at home to cap off the season. I got a win and a loss. Same here. I got a win and a loss to finish it off as well. All right. Yeah, I got them six and six. I got them at five and seven. Yeah, I think the under is definitely the play on this one. I think the under is the play. I'm, I'm going to give it like half confidence points on this one. Yeah, yeah. It's just a lean for me as well. I'm not, I'm not diving in with both feet, but yeah, under. Up next, it's my darling of a team, my baby of a team, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Let's fucking go. Yes, over under seven and something to key in right here. Hawaii has 13 games to play this year, okay? So you got seven wins to come, but 13 games. There you go. that in fucking mind. They only have to win about half of their games. Exactly. Exactly. And Todd Graham did a pretty good job in his first year. I think he's just the kind of old-school coach that could work at Hawaii. I like it. And I expect to see some funky, funky option shit going on with this team. They have, I, I, uh, I would fucking ahead. love for them to be like a West Coast, like super West Coast, like Coastal Carolina situation where they're doing a lot of funky option stuff to like set up the pass and have really – Hawaii to me it should be like the home of really fun offenses. That's what it. That's what it's been. Absolutely, absolutely. And they, they have the pieces. They have uh, Siobhan Cordero. He's a dual-threat returning quarterback. Um, he's ha- He put up some good numbers. He's just as good on his legs as he is with his uh, arm. But they also have Calvin Turner Ju- Jr., who plays everything from quarterback, running back, kick return, all that stuff. He's listed on the depth chart as a scat back. So, yeah, it's just – it's. I think they're going to run some option here. Um, I think and they, they have their O-line – has 123 combined starts between all five of them. So they are set up well. I fucking love to see it. They start the season off at UCLA. Man, this one, I have a loss, but I think they are going to push UCLA. The line is 17. I'm all over Hawaii catching 17. I'm all over Hawaii on that one. I'm also probably, I don't know what the over-under is, but I'm going to just pound the over because fucking that sounds fun. This is also, I think, on a, on a UCLA note, this is a great starter to UCLA to get pushed week one because I think that sets them up really good for week two. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I like that they get a tough tune-up game before the LSU game. I think it gives them a huge advantage. I'm right there with you. So after the loss at UCLA, they get Portland State coming to the island. Yeah, that's going to be a win. A win. Then they get to go play at Oregon State. I got the loss there because Jonathan Smith's building some consistency at Oregon State, but I will point out that Oregon State is playing at Purdue the week before. It's an interesting, interesting spot. 
It is an interesting spot. I think if this was at Hawaii, I would definitely favor Hawaii. I think Oregon State, just like they have the explosive offensive capability to keep up with Hawaii. And I think just the home field advantage just gives them that little bit of an edge. Exactly. Yep, Corvallis could get pretty rowdy. So I got them losing there. Then they get San Jose State at home. Yeah, I'm going to give them a loss on that one. I got a lean loss, but I yeah, I got a lean loss there as well. Then they get to play at New Mexico State. Very nice win there. Hey, here's another beautiful thing about this over for you. Um, you get 13 games, and two of them are against New Mexico State. That's it's a beautiful – that's beautiful right there. That's an so easy win. win. Then they get to play Fresno State at home. I got another win. I'll give them the win there by a week. After the bye, they get to play at Nevada. Yeah, I got a loss there for a while. Yeah, I got a loss there for two. Then they get New Mexico State at home again. Yep, there's the win. There's the win at Utah State after that one. See, I got I got them losing that spot. I think that's a really, really odd place for Hawaii to like have to travel. It just seems like a really creepy situation, so I got them losing it. I'm going to give them the win here. I think when it comes to Utah, Hawaii is another place that like recruits a lot of Mormons and whatnot. That is true. So I think they I think they thrive in the state of Utah. So give me Hawaii with the win. Then they get San Diego State at home. I have them with a loss there. That's a tough one though. I also have them with a loss there. Um, I could so like to me it's, Fres- it's between Fresno State and uh, San Diego State. They're gonna win one and lose the other, in my opinion. Yep. That's the I same way I have it, it going. Um, then they get at UNLV. Which is a win. These like road games in conference for Hawaii, very favorable, very nice. Yes, yeah, that is another thing about it, except for Nevada, except for Nevada and Wyoming, but and, like and Wyoming. These, a lot of these are really fucking good, and then they get Colorado State at home. Yeah, I got them winning that one. Win on that one, and then they play at Wyoming to cap off the season. That's a loss. What? What for me? Um, <laughs> what do you think Steve Adazio does when he's in Hawaii? Like what? What, do you, what is a Steve Adazio day like on the island? I can't picture it. He goes to the beach. He gets an umbrella and a bucket of beer. <laughs> you think that's the whole story? I well, think he's, he like, he's like a, he's like a dad. He's Steve Adazio is just like a, he's like a, he's like a fucking old dad. He just he doesn't tan. He just turns red. He wears a t-shirt that has his favorite beer <laughs> brand on it. He wears like a long pair of shorts. He wears those dad sandals. He gets an umbrella, plants it on the beach, gets a bucket of beer, and just drinks beer. I could absolutely see that. I could absolutely see that. Yelling at the birds when they get too close to him. 100% he does that. Of course he does. Showing showing random kids on the beach how to find shark teeth. Yeah, I I think you nailed it. I have Hawaii here exactly at seven. I have him at six. I really wanted to crush this over. You know what? To show my faith in the Rainbow Warriors and my darling baby of a team, I'm going to go and bet the over. Because I could see, I could see them potentially, like potential. I, I always like to see the best in teams. They could win both of uh, SDSU and Fresno State because they're both playing on the island, and they could upset Oregon State. Hey, the last couple of years they've they've upset two different Pac-12 teams. Mm-hmm, exactly, um, and, and I believe Oregon State was actually one of them, but it was when they were kind of more of a cupcake team. 
I'm for the sake of the podcast, I'm going over. I, like this is a no bet to me, but I'm going over for the podcast for sure. This is a gut over. This is a this is a garage gut over. Give me Hawaii. Up next, this is probably my favorite team in the whole conference this year. It's Nevada, the Wolfpack, baby. Dude, I am right there with you. Jay Norvell is back for what could potentially be his last year as head coach at Nevada because this dude has done an amazing job. They went 7-2 and two last year, and they got 10 starters back on offense, 9 back on defense, and Carson Strong is a future NFL quarterback. He is there to lead this team. They have two stud receivers, a stud running back. It's it's they're just they're so talented at every position. It's ridiculous. It is pretty fucking insane. They start the season off at Cal at Berkeley. Yeah, at Cal. So not to skip ahead, you got two power five teams in the first three games. I gave the loss at Cal, but I am picking them to split those two no matter which way it goes. Uh, see, I, the thing with this is I'm high on both of these Power 5 teams. Yeah, hmm. Kansas State. So what, 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 they play at Cal, they get Idaho State, and then they play at Kansas State to start the season. I got them 2-1 and one through the stretch. I have them losing to Cal. I got to give them 1-2 and two there. I I could um, – so I've been reading this thing. So who was the quarterback? I forget the guy's name for Nevada. Uh, Carson Strong, right? He yes, was potentially sir. he was recruited by Cal, and they said that they didn't think he was a uh, he was like developed enough or something for him. So he wow. might have a vendetta against the Bears. Yeah, actually, that he probably will, and that is a uh, that is a massive oversight on the part of Cal. Wow, that's a mistake. Yeah, especially since like they they need like at least another quarterback because uh who they who's their who's Cal starter right now? It's Chase um, Garbers, and he was like when he was healthy, he's fine. He's an absolutely legit quarterback, and and yeah. Cal has um they have Bill Musgrave now as their offensive coordinator, which is really really interesting. Um, he was there last year, but with COVID, he had uh, three practices total that he got to have with the team, but. Uh, I expect to see a lot out of Chase Garbers this year if he stays healthy. But that's the, I mean, that's Cal, the big one. Cal always, you know, they have a tradition of getting good quarterbacks at the college level. That's a surprising whiff. Um, it's here's, surprising here's, here's what I was looking to. Kansas State is on the road the week after they play Nevada. They play Oklahoma State. Could be a tricky spot. That could be definitely like a big look ahead there. Uh, I'm still gonna give him a one and two in this stretch. Just I gotta. I'm high on both Cal and K State. I can't. I can't back down. Alrighty. So they get the bye week. Then after the bye week, they get to play at Boise State. Yeah, and due to the bye week, I'm gonna give them the win over Boise State. Same here. I think they. I, I think Nevada is usually also even when they haven't been that good, they play Boise State really well. They do. They are not intimidated by by Boise State. Not typically. After Boise State, they get New Mexico State at home and Hawaii at home. Yeah, love that stretch. Love you get Hawaii at home. You don't have to travel. It's two wins for me. Yeah, and they don't even have any back-to-back away games in this stretch. They get at Fresno State after that. Yep, which I like them to win that as well. Love them there. Then they get UNLV at home and San Jose State at home. Really important, again, to get that San Jose State game at home. I got them two wins. 
Got them two wins there as well. Then they play at San Diego State, Air Force at home, and at Colorado State to finish the season. I got three more wins, man. I got them ten and two. Yeah, this is an easy over. Yeah, this is this is my favorite that we've gone over so far. I am really, really high on this. I see no way they go under eight games, even if you're really being generous to the other teams. Yeah, this is maybe the easiest like pick I've we've had yet. Yeah, I'm, this I mean, is there's a, seven and a half. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I double checked it like three times because I couldn't believe it because it's not a habit that Vegas makes giving away free money. This is free money. That's absolutely insane. I I have no more to say about that. Pound this over. Pound yeah. it. Bet it tonight. <laughs> bet it right now. Like like fucking put another window yeah. open and just go bet it. Up next, <laughs> we have Wyoming, who also is at seven and a half, which makes more sense to me. Yeah, that that makes more sense, especially since they were two and four last year. But they lost. Uh, Sean Chambers got hurt on the third play of the game last year of the first game. So this is another Josh Allen, more or less. He's a big, you know, corn-fed, strong quarterback, dual threat, can run. He's he's just another Craig Bowl guy. So it's a very important piece, and he's back this year, along with nine other starters on offense and ten starters on defense. Yeah, Craig Bowl has a type. And I do love that Wyoming is like – they're returning so many fucking people. Dude, what is up with Craig Bowl like, getting – like he's a quarterback guru and he gets these quarterbacks and, and they're good when they leave, but when they play for him, it's just like his offense just isn't right for them. It's very strange. Josh Allen was not impressive in college. He wasn't, he just gets the measurables. Like Carson Wentz was impressive at North Dakota state. Yes, he was. He didn't play yes, very long, but he was impressive there. But yeah, he, yeah, he just, he knows how to pick them. Yeah, he does have a type, though. You said it perfectly. Definitely. They start the season off with Montana State at home. Yeah, I got him with a win there. Got him with a win there. Got him with a win at NIU as well. If you're going to travel to the MAC, might as well play their worst team. One of the worst teams. Another win. Then they get Ball State at home. And if you're going to play the MAC, get one of their better teams at home. That's always nice. Yes, and to double up on that, Ball State plays Penn State the week before this game, so I got a win for Wyoming. That is rough for Ball State. Then they get at UConn before the bye week. Easy win. Easy win there. Out of the bye week, they get Air Force, at Air Force. Which is exactly what you want, a bye week before the triple option. Give them the win. Give them a win there. Then Fresno State at home. I got them with the loss following the Air Force game. I give them with a win over Fresno State. Then they get to play New Mexico. Yeah, I got them with a win there as well at home. Got them a win there. They play at San Jose State. Yeah, I got them losing that one on the road. Yeah, if it was if it was in Wyoming, then I'd maybe give them a chance, but I gotta give them an L there. Then they get Colorado State at home. Yeah, I got them losing that one just in that tricky spot we were talking about earlier, sandwiched yep. in between San Jose and Boise. I still got to favor Wyoming in that one. Then they get at Boise State and at Utah State. You know what it is to me? is It's the look ahead to Boise, and Steve Adazio seems like he would sucker punch you right before, like when you're not it, paying attention. 
He would be the guy to do it. He would. <laughs> you know, that's what it is to me. So I got him losing to Boise as well at Boise, though. Yeah, I definitely have him losing to Boise. And then they play at Utah State right after playing at Boise. I got him winning the second leg of the back-to-back road, though. I think they're that much better than Utah State. I think you got to have Wyoming Same here. there. Yep. Uh, and then they finish off the season with Hawaii at home. And I got the win there. I got a win there for them as well. I got him with nine wins. Actually, I got him with ten wins. I got him with eight. I'm pretty confident on that over. Yeah, I got him with ten wins. I'm super confident. Again, these wires like why is the middle of the pack of the Mountain West, the quote unquote middle of the pack, why are they seven and a half? Why are like where are these nine win like these are all like eight or nine win teams? I think for Wyoming. I think for Wyoming, it's because they had the the two and four season last year, or two and five, whatever they went, um, because Chambers went down. I think it's just an overreaction by Vegas to that. So I, I, he's just such a big part of what they're going to be doing on offense. So I could kind of see that one. The Nevada he, one makes no sense. If he goes out, then yeah. If he like if yeah. he gets injured like early, then your your ticket is shot. You just kind of have to eat that. But I gotta like I gotta pound that over. Yeah, they were. Uh, they were like 113th in passing last year. That's it was really rough without them. But yeah, no, I'm 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 very on this over. I love this over. Super on this over. Up next, we have San Jose State with a win total set at seven and a half wins. There's that. All these teams are seven and a half. I want to yeah, just say seven. over. <laughs> yep, yep. Blindly, blindly, I would go over as well. So they start um, the season off with Southern Utah at home. That's a win. A win they play at USC right after that. That's rough. Yeah, that's a loss. Unfortunately, I was hoping it was some kind of tricky spot for USC, but it's not. It's really not. It's that early on in the season. That's kind of that's not where you want them as a as a G five sort of situation. And then you get the early bye week, which is also rough. Yeah, but at least it is before you go to the island, which gives me a comfortable win over Hawaii. I definitely give the comfortable win over Hawaii. And then at Western Michigan after that, you're traveling all the way across the country. That's a horrible spot. Yeah, I got them with the loss. That's to a Western tough Michigan. one. I got to favor Western Michigan in that one. Then they get New Mexico State at home. Always nice to see New Mexico State all over these schedules. <laughs> Absolutely. And, yeah, nice to see them lose again. After that one, they get at Colorado State. Yeah, I got them beating Colorado State. I'm beating Colorado State. San Diego State at home after that one. Got him with a win there. Yes, same here. At UNLV after that one. Yeah, another win. Then they get Wyoming at home. Love it. Give them the win. Give them a win there. Then they play at Nevada. That's where I have them fall. Yeah, one loss there. Yep, I could definitely see that Nevada getting them there. Then they get Utah State before their second bye week, and then they play Fresno State at home. Yeah, two wins to end the season for me. I got two wins to end the season as well. It's nice that like a lot of these teams get these extra games because of extra bye weeks because of Hawaii. Yeah, I love that. Um, and I love this. I love this over. You got, I mean, they had that big season last year. You still got, I know Chase hates him, but Nick Starkle is like a 25th year senior. That's that's consistency. That's the model of consistency. It's all you could ask for. Nine starters back on offense, 11 starters back on defense from what they did last year. All eleven starters back on the defensive unit. I mean, what more? What more can you ask for? 
I don't know. It's, it's like I was just saying. They have all these teams under Boise State, like the above, like the the bottom tier of the Mountain West, at like seven and a half, and these are all like eight or nine win teams. Yeah, I would favor. I would favor San Jose State and Nevada both over Boise on a neutral site. At, right Same. Now going in. Exactly. You know? I know Boise State is like monumentally favored, but I'm. They have a new coach. The Boise yeah. State season will be set extremely early. Yeah, I agree. And and it's it, it, they haven't shown like just Bachmeyer and Sears. Neither one of them have shown the the spark that they need on offense. It's just they're so consistent and they're so good at everything they do, but they just don't have that elite player that makes your jaw drop. You know. Exactly. And also, what we've been saying with this G5 conference is I said it with the MAC. I said it uh, maybe a little bit with the Sun Belt. These champion races, like who is going to win the Mountain West, it's as wide open as a conference can almost be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you could, any of the last three teams we've done, and then Boise, any one of like, them I could see. Boise State, Wyoming, uh, Nevada, San Jose State, like yep. any Air one of those. Air Force, yeah, fuck, dude. Yep, yeah, any one of them I could see winning winning the conference, and it wouldn't surprise me one bit. There's a lot of talented teams in this conference. Last team up, Boise State, with a win total set at nine. Yeah, and I mean they're so consistent with their double digit wins. You, you gotta wanna, say you want to say over. Yeah, blindly you want to say that's that's the move, but you got a first year coach. You have they're such a weird team too because they have eight starters back on offense, but they were the 98th total offense in the country last year, which is really strange. But it's because their defense like put them in such good situations in their special teams mm-hmm. that they they just didn't have to do much on offense to score. So it's really strange they're much higher in their scoring offense. Um, but they do have a new offensive coordinator, and they're going to the air right air raid. So it's an interesting season for Boise State. I also wonder for these teams like Boise State, like uh, App State, you kind of wonder if they can like just kind of do like be a mini Alabama and keep turning over coaches at a consistent rate. That's that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, there's three teams that stand out in my mind that are like that. It's Boise, App, and Memphis, and UCF as well. Four. Yeah, UCF's getting up there, too. you got to wonder if these smaller schools can, like, keep turning out these coaches. And, and it doesn't – like, in App State, State's case, it doesn't really look like it to the to the same extent. It doesn't look like it in Memphis at all. And, and UCF's UCF, doing a retread. Right, yeah. They are 6-4 and four last year, so I, I don't know. And, I, and I'm not confident in this Boise team either. Jeez. Anyway, speaking of which, they start the season off playing at UCF. Yeah, I'm giving them the loss on the road there. I gotta, I'm gonna give them a win. I favor Boise over where UCF is right now. Yeah, they're very, very comparable. When you really grade them both out, they're very comparable. Boise has a much better defense. UCF has a much better offense. So it's, it's a lot is going to be decided early. Just depends on where this game jumps off. I also. I also want to punish UCF for going with the retread route. I hate it when G5s kind of like grab like an old P5 coach that's trying to reclaim his shine. Never like to see it. Don't retread. Go for the new blood. So give me Boise State with the win there. After that, they get UTEP at home. Yeah, easy win there. 
Easy win there. And then, if I read this right, they get Oklahoma State at home. Yes, sir. And that's a game I thought I was going to be all over Boise in. But Mike Gundy does not lose the group of five. It's only been like once in the past decade. He will get close. But yeah, like he will lose covers. He won't cover sometimes. Like Tulsa last year was yeah, yeah. a fucking awesome game. But you know but what? Tulsa, Tulsa was a damn good team last year, too. Tulsa was one game away from like playing in a fucking New Year's Six Bowl, in my opinion. Yeah, no, they were. They were they were a damn good team. Um also, these two teams played in 2019, and uh, OK State blew their doors off at home. So I, I, I'm giving the edge to Gundy and the boys. I just don't think Gundy's going to lose this game, not against Avalos in his first year. I'm right there with you. I think Oklahoma State gets the win here. Uh, so Boise gets the L. Then they play at Utah State. I got them with a win. One more thing, one more caveat on that last game. If Boise does beat UCF, their chances go up a lot to me of beating that Oklahoma State game. If they start off 2-0 coming into that game, that might be dangerous. But, yeah, I got I got a win over Utah State. Yeah, same here. Uh, that Definitely. If they start off the season 4-0, Boise is going to be talked about nationally, which in a lot of opinions, that could be good for the conference as a whole. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, just not good for Oklahoma State and not good for the Big 12 with the way things look. Yeah, definitely not good for the Big 12. That's another reason why I think Oklahoma State wins it. I think all the other eight teams in the Big 12 are in, like, we got to fucking win every game now mode. Yes, yes. They got to, like, show themselves off. OK State and Iowa State are the prime examples of that, for sure. OK State's plus 1,600 to win the conference this year, by the way. I do like that. It's not bad. That's not a bad bet at all. After the Utah State win for Boise, they get to play Nevada at home. Yeah, I got them getting the win, but keep in mind Nevada does have that bye week before this game. I'm going to give them an L here because I think Nevada like is the team that gives them the fits. Then they get to go play at BYU with some revenge on the mind. Yeah, I got them, I got them losing to BYU again. I think they're going to remember – just, I think those boys are going to remember what BYU did to him last year, and I don't think Andy Avalos is going to – I don't think he's just the coach to light the fire yet. I got to see it first. I think I got to give this one to Boise. I think the fact that they're – like Bachmeyer and the, even the backup got knocked out of that game, they just want – they want their chance at an actual rematch. Yeah, that is fair enough. And BYU is not the team they were last year, that's for sure. That is for damn sure. So give me the win for Boise there. Then they get Air Force at home after that one. Whew, I got them winning this game, and I'm just looking at this stretch of these three games. I can't even believe – I can't believe I gave them two wins out of these three games. That's shit, but I did. Yeah, I got them beating Air Force. Well, you did. You got – like, you got – Um, Boise State is the Mountain West until they're not. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's hard to wrap your mind around them not winning it every year. <laughs> um, But I, I have them losing to Air Force here. I think Air Force comes in and gets the job done. Then they get a fucking killer slate right there at Colorado State, at Fresno State, and at Wyoming. Uh, I got Wyoming at home. I do. I put that one in wrong. I just saw that. Okay. Um, Yeah, I got them beating Colorado State, losing on the second leg of the road trip to Fresno, and I have them winning against Wyoming at home. I think I got to put all those in as wins. Ooh. Yeah, I think uh, maybe they maybe they lose to Wyoming. That's I can the only see that com- coming off the, the long road trip there. 
That's the only one I could potentially see. I think I think they're much better than Fresno State. Then they finish off with New Mexico and at San Diego State. I got two more wins there. I also have two more wins there. So like even as we were kind of poo-pooing them. I think I'm pretty much on the over here. I got them eight and four. I'm I'm pretty right. you know what? Never mind. I have them exactly at nine. I'm pretty confident on this under because, like I said, I mean, I gave them two of three wins in that Nevada-BYU Air Force stretch, and I could easily see them losing two of those. This is a tough schedule, tough schedule for a first-year head coach. I'm definitely under because I also gave them the win at UCF, which is not a gimme by any stretch. Right. This is that. This is a rough, rough schedule. So – this was this was this is a very interesting conference. I think I think I know your favorite pick, but go ahead and tell the audience. Yeah, it's Nevada all day, man. That's it's I would I, I've I've already bet it. We'll just put it that way. You need to get on your computers or go to your local casino, whatever you want to do, and, and put it in. It's you gotta easy, bet this one quick. You gotta yeah. bet this one quick. This one <laughs> before, is going. Before. I will say this right here. I would bet the garage on Nevada going over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, I would bet my life on it, and that's the only thing I like in this world—the fact that I'm alive. Yeah. Also, um, as a side note, Nevada is plus four fifty to win the conference. Whoa! I didn't even look at that yet. That's I'm looking at it right now. Ridiculous. So Nevada is plus four fifty. San Jose State plus five fifty. Air Force is twenty eight to one. Ooh, that's the bet. Air Force is at plus twenty eight hundred. <laughs> is the long shot to win? I like it. That's another bet. You could leave your computer screen screen right now. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Put some money on that. That's absolutely worth it. I love that one. Uh, yeah, they went eleven and two a couple years ago, and, and they have everybody back from the last two seasons. Now there's wow. Yeah, I'm I'm actually going to put that in right now. I'm also going to go put that one in right now. Before we go, put these futures in, put these win totals in. Is there any parting shots you want to leave people with the Mountain West? Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Which of these teams do you think – do you think some of these teams are going to be used to rebuild the Big 12? Is that what you – do you think like a Boise and Nevada possibly are going to, are going to move on? Some of these teams, do you think they're going Pac-12, Fresno maybe? My question to these teams, if they were thinking about that, so is a Big 12 without Oklahoma and Texas worth leaving the Mountain West? Because I don't know what – like what TV deal can you negotiate with the teams in the Big 12 that are left over that you couldn't get a comparable thing with the Mountain West if you just add a couple of those teams to the Mountain West? That's that's absolutely true. Um, man, yeah, because – I mean, you lose your entire your entire TV draw is just gone. Boise is going to be name brand recognition no matter where they go. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think you're 100 right. I don't think you leave the Mountain West for the Big 12. Like, I think the Mountain West, if they wanted, they would absorb like a TCU and like um, like a Baylor. Try and get those two teams to get a foothold into Texas. Yeah, that absolutely could be the case. Um, TCU was in the Mountain West. Exactly. I think yeah, it's so. like TCU would be a natural fit. And then maybe then you could kind of get like some – a TV, a renegotiate your TV deal for the Mountain West. 
I think, yeah, it's hard. Like, I don't know what these G5 conferences are going to do. If they're trying to do like a super G5 conference where like the Mountain West and the AAC combine and then just have like 30 teams or some stupid shit. I'll tell you what, man. We, I was talking about it with Chase a little while ago and, and you were talking about it with uh, the old Wolf of Oakland on the last show. It would be such a perfect spot for the XFL team to just just raid this situation. Just raid mm-hmm. it because there are so many of us that love college football and we're just watching it. Just very uncomfortable things happen to it in front of our very own eyes. I think I think this is a perfect opportunity for the XFL to strike on this and just completely take it over. I think so. If, I think if college football is going to start going in the way of the minor leagues, the XFL is in a prime position because people are watching college football because it's college football, not because it's minor league NFL. That's exactly it. It's all about the pageantry and the tradition. I mean, I, I know those things don't really matter in the long run. Those are like surface value things to say, but the true, true diehard fans of the sport, that's what we love. I mean, we but the love thing, these teams. The thing I, I hate, and because like it seems like everything's going to become the SEC, is the SEC has their own way of playing football. The Big Ten has their own way of playing football. Every conference sort of has their own way of playing things. And if everything's just the SEC, then it's fucking boring. It's, I'm it's sorry. absolutely, it's like, pointless. Like, yes, those teams are, it's the best conference. I'm just going to say it. SEC is the highest level of football. You get Alabama, you get the highest level. But I'd rather watch Coastal Carolina versus BYU every day of the week than watching Florida versus Alabama. Uh, I'm the it's same exact way. Play. And you know what? This has been coming for so long because they make it the best conference. It, yeah, mm-hmm. they have the talent and whatnot, but that's because of the – the TV deals and the the marriage to ESPN that they have, all the recruits want to go and they want to be on the four-letter network. And then plus you get the scheduling favorability, which is ridiculous. They don't ever have to travel. They play neutral site games, which are always in the South. Yep. It's just it's all set up for them to be the best conference year so, in and year out. Speaking of which, this is someone who hasn't caught enough fucking smoke in this shit. Fuck you, ESPN. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm so happy the Big 12 commissioner called him out too. I love it. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, fuck you, Mickey Mouse. Fuck you, Disney. Fuck you, ESPN. Love you, Mountain West. Love yes. you guys. You guys are awesome. My parting shots are: this could be the best G five conference this year. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I've already kind of looked ahead into my homework for the AAC, and I think, I think I do like this conference I, better. I got to favor the Mountain West. Like, <laughs> I agree, and I would, I would favor Nevada on a neutral site over any G five team in the nation this year. I'm that high on them, even coastal. Oh, it's tough. You know, on a neutral site, I think Nevada is probably the best G5 team. If you can find a future for, like, Nevada to a New Year's Six Bowl, Mm. go grab that. Yeah, absolutely. That would be a good one, especially if you see, like, a Liberty drop a couple games and and Nevada rolls out. Yeah, that's Also, like, people would rather prop up Nevada. Like, it's a little political, but people, like, Networks and the media would rather prop up a Nevada than a Liberty. I'm just gonna yes. fucking say it. <laughs> no, that's absolutely. I mean, Liberty basically. It's a I scumbag. Mean, most, they're they're a good football team, but it's a scumbag university. It is, and, and nobody even knew who they were until last year. You know, you had to be diehard, diehard to know who the Liberty Flames were. You know, I mean, I mean, they only came up what three years ago. Exactly. So, you know, I, I I mean, yeah, I'm sure you and I were sitting there watching Buckshot Buckshot Calvert thinking like. Man, what a cool quarterback, and this is a cool team. But I mean, Liberty has had one of the best moments in college football where Hugh Freeze was literally coaching from a hospital bed. That is 
that completely saved all face for Hugh Freeze in my mind. I, I absolutely love him now. That, that was so funny. <laughs> that was the biggest face turn in like college football, <laughs> in my opinion. It was insane. <laughs> that absolutely was. Where can the people find you, my man? Shout out your shit before we get out of here. Yes, you can always find me on Twitter at 32 Court Vision. Uh, come find me on the BTV. I am doing daily content there for college football. I'm not giving you baseball picks because I fucking suck at baseball, but I am giving you college football information every single day on BTV. I call it the college football fast fives. I'm giving you five things to know about the upcoming season, five things that you can go, you can bet right now sometimes, everything you need to know. So come find me there. Chat me up. Always talk to me about college football. I could talk this shit all fucking day. They're great shit. The Fast Fives have been like really good break time material when I'm on the toilet at work. <laughs> Thank you, man. I, I like that you watch me with your pants down. That's all I want in this world. No single ladies, but hey, take it where you can get it. You're damn fucking right. And you guys know where you can find me. Twitter at XFL Gym, Instagram. I've been doing a lot of garage reviews lately. I've been uh, on the road. When I'm on the road where I'm traveling, doing wherever, I, if I see an interesting garage or just any kind of garage, I take a picture and do a review. So – Fucking here, shout me out, DM me on Twitter, email me at xflgym at gmail.com. Email me a picture of your garage. I'll rate that shit for you all day. <laughs> uh, also, fucking go subscribe to my YouTube right now. You might be watching this on YouTube. If you are, thank you. Please like and subscribe. Uh, I just did my mid-year report, and uh, if you give it a little watch give it a like and a comment, there might be a special prize for you folks. There's a giveaway in the fucking video. It's happening. Dude, I already got on there and watched it. It was fucking phenomenal. Get on that shit. And similar to my boy Magic Mike here, I am also on Better Than Vegas, giving you daily picks and parlays of the day every day when I can feel like doing it, which is hopefully – it's usually most of the time. Baseball is a slog. I'm just going to say it. I've been hitting the Olympics pretty hard. Football is around the corner. We have preseason football. This literally – we are, what, two days away from being – like. After two days, there won't be a month without football. Thank God, man, because I, I can't take it much longer, especially with last year being kind of the bullshit season it was. I, I need it. I need it in my veins right now, man. I'm Jones, and I need it so bad. <laughs> this will do it for this episode of the Gymnasium Tailgate for the Mountain West. Love you guys for listening. Love you for checking us out. Go subscribe to both Magic Mike and myself on Better Than Vegas. Subscribe to the gymnasium wherever you can find it spotify we're on itunes now we're fucking everywhere go give it a listen shout it out to your friends shout it from the fucking heavens it's great garage listening love you guys that'll do it for us here mountain west i'm gonna say it is the best g5 conference and we're gonna end it on that we fucking out <laughs>